Hey everybody, welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. Today we're going to be talking about evangelism. Well, power evangelism. So Pastor Tom, in today's world, I mean for myself at least, I I see people talking about and preaching the gospel everywhere, whether that's on social media, side of the road, church, etc. But what is the difference between um, power evangelism and evangelism? Because I know both for sure is when the gospel is being spread. Hmm. But what's the difference between the two? Well, number one, I think we should understand that we are to preach the kingdom of heaven. Hmm. And if you go out there and preach about baptism or <laughs> preach about something else, uh, those are good things, but they are means to the end. The end, when Jesus came, the first thing he did, his mission statement was to preach the kingdom of heaven and to ask people to repent, mm. to change their ways, right? So <clears throat> there's that um, question. The question is like, what is the word kingdom really? You know, what is it? Yeah, because we hear Jesus talk about it all the time when mm. he was here on earth mm. and a lot of of what he preached to his disciples and the followers were about the kingdom. So when we, well, most like all the New Testament uh, in Greek, mm-hmm. in, in, in ancient uh, uh, Greek. And so kingdom is actually translated from the New Testament Greek word basilia, which implies an exercise of kingly rule or reign rather than simply establishing a geographic realm over which a king rules. Mm. So it's very different from, you know, going out there and and just talking about it. But you actually need to demonstrate the kingdom, to mm. demonstrate the rule, the rulership of God. And so it's very important to go out there and evangelize with power. That's what power evangelism is. <laughs> so you can evangelize without power or evangelize mm. with power. Wow. So the demonstration of kingdom uh, reality is to demonstrate with power. And that we see that with Jesus when he evangelized and he modeled it for us mm-hmm. that every time he go out, goes out there, you see miracles happen, signs mm-hmm. and wonders happen. Why? Because that's the power demonstration of a true evangelist. So when he goes out there, uh, I know you're looking at me strange. You're going like, what is a true evangelist? <laughs> and, and and so he actually demonstrates kingdom. Mm-hmm. He not only preached kingdom, but he demonstrates kingdom. He did it. Uh, he yeah. did it. He showed how it is in God's reality. Like our reality is, you know, sick, go see a doctor, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's a good thing. But in God's reality... If you're sick, I lay hands on you and tell the disease to go. Mm-hmm. And trusting in faith that the all-powerful dunamis of God, the Holy Spirit is with you and He wants to do the will of the Father is, and His will is to heal you, to save you from those um, sickness or challenges that you're facing, you know. And you see that over and over and over again in the Old Testament uh, starting with Moses and how God delivered the Israelites. God saved them 
from bondage. And so whether it's a disease or whether it's mental health or anything that's relatable to what you're experiencing, it's a, a kind of bondage that you are having, uh, that you are experiencing mm-hmm. and you want to be delivered from. You want to be freed from that. And I think a lot of us can attest to that, that we all go through different challenges in our life. Yes. Uh, it's, it's nice to hear about a place, mm-hmm. you know, but it's very different if the person is telling you about the place. In this case, we're discussing the kingdom of heaven. <clears throat> instead of just telling you, also demonstrate it mm. and go, okay, well, here's the place and here is what happens in the place and mm. here we can bring the place down here and show you that it actually can shift the atmosphere here similar to the place where I'm from. And that is through uh, signs, wonders and miracles, healing uh, through prophetic words, through encouragement, things like that. Yes. First Corinthians 4.20 even mm. Paul reminded us, for the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk, but it's, it's living by God's power. It's mm. from living translation. Mm-hmm. Other translation says that it's not of talk, but, it, but in power. And, you know, we want to we wanna speak about power evangelism today. Mm. Um, first things first, mm. let's define evangelism because I know there's a lot. Of, in, I know that in, church to, in churches today, you have this connotation where, in a way, some confusion, um, uh, uncertainty if everyone is to evangelize, you know, or is it, do we just save that for people that, you know, that, that has the gift in evangelism? But I know you, you have a lot to say on that. Uh, so we want to guide people today to this talk. Well, <clears throat> going back to what I said earlier, um, when we go out there, we have to tell people about the beautiful kingdom of our Father. Mm. It is a true kingdom with a king, with a territory, with his own army, with his own government, with his own constitution. There's mm. actual place called heaven. Mm-hmm. And that's where our Father, or our King of Kings, lives and governs from there. Mm-hmm. So he actually is on that throne. There's a throne, <laughs> there's a court. And it's a true kingdom. <laughs> so, but most people, when they go out and evangelize, they don't talk about that place. Mm-hmm. What they do talk about is the gate to that place. Mm. Okay? Who and, is the and gate? So, who is the gate? Amen. The gate is actually Jesus. Come on. Jesus himself said, you know, that he is the gate. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Right? I'm the way. The truth and the life. So he talks about gates all the time, you know, many times. And he's talking about how he is the gate and he, he's the one that uh, um, mm. that brings you and points you to God. Mm. And through him, mm. through his, uh, his uh, sacrifice mm-hmm. at the cross and through his resurrection, mm-hmm. you have a way, you have a gate to enter into that kingdom. Yes. So when we go out and evangelize, sometimes we're talking about the gate all the time, mm. but we forget to tell people about the place. Kingdom. Right? So a lot of times when, if I'm telling you, 
how beautiful um i don't know how beautiful um let's say locally here we talk about how beautiful that uh the science world is <laughs> right science inside world. there's lots yeah. of things i could tell you about all the different things uh, different equipment to measure you know the the temperature or the the pressure um, you know <laughs> all those different things in the environment and you can learn about science or i could just tell you the entrance mm-hmm. to that place and i could continue to tell you you know at the entrance there's a guy there that will sell you a ticket and then the ticket is going to cost this much and and <laughs> after a while you're like why would i want to go there yeah if i've never heard from you right what the attraction is about this place mm-hmm. and so if you're evangelizing are you telling people about this place or are you telling people about the gate to the place come on so there there is a difference big difference for sure um over the past weeks that we've been talking about kingdom mm-hmm. uh i know i've been catching this from you and i've learned this from you mm-hmm. uh where in the kingdom you have an audience with the king mm-hmm. And every time I think of that, I I'm reminded of how do I respond at times when I'm talking or in my head. Say for example, I get pulled over. <laughs> Here comes the cop. I'm talking to the cop, mm-hmm. and whether I get pulled over for doing something that I shouldn't be doing or just uh, or f- just for him to to warn me about warn me about something, whether I didn't turn on. My my lights or didn't do my signal mm-hmm. just to tell me hey be safe, but I'm always reminded how man how do I respond when there's a cop speaking back to me because mm-hmm. he's got authority if mm-hmm. that makes sense mm-hmm. and I'm just remi- I'm bringing up the word uh, you know we're talk- you know we're talking about the kingdom of God uh, going through power evangelism this is so important to understand because if we re- the, the weight of a what, Uh, when, when we say that we have an audience with the king then we know every actions every words that we say every actions that we do it is actually in respect in reverence of who this person is and with god in his kingdom where he gave us the law and order not only for our own good not only for our own benefit but it's also for For, for what the plan that he 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 wants fulfilled mm-hmm. right and with this power evangelism that that we want to enlighten people with today i just believe that there is such a a lack of a understanding when it comes to this because they hear about it mm-hmm. but there's really no listening part when somebody speak about this mm-hmm. and and even as you said earlier we don't have to make it so complicated because either you're operating in power mm. <laughs> or you're evangelizing without power mm. um but for somebody that's listening right now that that wants to get involved that wants to operate in this part of their christian walk how would you encourage them Where, where's the starting point with this well yeah, that's a good question josh um to answer your question Um, we have to look at how Jesus did it. You know how Jesus demonstrated the kingdom reality here on earth when he was here. 
Uh, he came here three years and he showed us everything. Mm. That's a everything. That's a tall order. <laughs> that in three years he showed everything yeah. to his disciples, mm. and uh, he's still showing us. Yes, but even all of it, all all of what he showed, um, John in the book of the La, uh, in the book of uh, Gospel of John. Last uh, chapter, last verse, he says, "If I have to record all yes. the activity or the healing that happened, uh, the world cannot contain all the books." Mm. He said. So that tells me that Jesus did a lot in three years, yeah. and he demonstrated the kingdom everywhere he went, and people got healed. You know, like where the kingdom is, there's no disease. Mm. People just get healed. Mm-hmm. And so, why are we not seeing that? Because the, the the key word here we're missing is power, and Jesus walked with that with the Holy Spirit, and mm. that's the power yes. that we're talking about. He walked with the Holy Spirit everywhere that he went. He had the fullness Amen. of the Holy Spirit, and you know, people uh, says in the Bible, everyone that touched him got healed. Everybody that touched him got healed. Mm. Not one was not healed. And it kind of reminded me of when we were in Cavite in Philippines. Two of you joined me. Mm-hmm. And that night, um, everybody that came to the front uh, got healed. Mm-hmm. I strongly believe in that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just massive miracles happening everywhere, right? And so the the key word is power. Why, why power? Because, you know, when Jesus demonstrated uh, evangelism, Kingly evangelism, um, <laughs> he, you know, with power, right? Yes. Like we learned that word kingdom is Basilea, with power, with kingly authority and power. And so when he demonstrated that, he also took his disciples at that time and yes. he said, you know, uh, you know, he, he gave them, the Bible says he gave them power and authority, authority because the Holy Spirit has not, you know, he's still on earth. So he needed to first uh, ascend to heaven and then send the Holy Spirit. So there's that. But but that doesn't mean the Holy Spirit can't do what he's supposed to do. Right. When he they, when they want to do, the Trinity wants to do something. But it's just that the 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 part where he's he will depart and then he will come, that Jesus will be ascended mm-hmm. and again share the glory with the Father. Um, then the Holy Spirit will come. That part hasn't happened. So that, but he called and demonstrated uh, heaven's reality with mm-hmm. his disciples. Uh, I think there was 70, 70, 72 or seventy. I forget. Anyway, seventy, and they, he sent them out two by two, mm-hmm. right? And with with what the Bible said, with power and authority. authority. Yes, power first and authority. Mm-hmm. Power authority. Mm-hmm. Right. It's always that order. Power comes first, then authority. Mm. And so why did he do that? Because they were sent out to demonstrate the reality of the kingdom. Wow. The reality of the kingdom happens when the power and the authority of the kingdom is with you. Mm. And when you go out and you face a demon, believe me, <laughs> you need a man that is stronger to bind that demon mm. Mm. and yes. then ransack his house. That's mm. what Jesus said yeah. in the Bible, right? You, you need a stronger person mm-hmm. 
And that stronger person is the power of God. Yes. It's the dunamis of God, the Holy Spirit. So in that instant when he says, I give you power and authority, he actually he, he declared the power and authority, the Holy Spirit and authority in the name of Jesus. So wherever they went, they were casting out demons, they were healing that was happening. And so they were demonstrating the kingdom. Mm. Not just talking about mm-hmm. it. It's good to talk about it. But it's also very powerful to demonstrate it. Mm. Now, think about it. The disciples were going out there, preaching, talking about the kingdom, mm-hmm. preaching the kingdom. Like if you go look up uh, Matthew 10, uh, verse 7 and 8, chapter 10, verse 7 and 8, you see Jesus says, Now go and therefore and preach the kingdom of God is here, and then heal the sick. He didn't say preach about my name or... Love or grace? No, no. The kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven. You need to tell people Mm. about the kingdom. Mm. You see, the people, like people don't quite understand that when Adam and Eve, when they fell Mm. into sin, they didn't lose heaven. They lost the kingdom. Mm. That's why Jesus was sent to again restore the kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. And so that is a reason why a lot of people, when they don't understand the concept of what Jesus talks about, like if you if you are now listening and you're going, you know what, I, this is really hard for me to digest. Like what is this kingdom? You know, just go to your Bible and read Jesus' teaching on the parables. Mm. And he will always say, the kingdom of heaven is like this. The kingdom of heaven is like a master seed. The kingdom of heaven is like a net thrown Mm. into the ocean. Mm. The kingdom of heaven. Many. The kingdom Mm. of heaven. So he was demonstrating and preaching the kingdom and then demonstrating it every time. Because every time you see after he teaches, you will see miracles happening. Mm. Mm. Okay, he will demonstrate that. Now, think about it. If you go out there, you were sent out two by two by Jesus mm. with power and authority. Two things, power and authority. Imagine if you go out evangelize without power. And then imagine you go out there evangelize, not talking about the kingdom of heaven, mm. but talking about something else. Mm. Mm. <laughs> How are we following Jesus? Mm. If we're following Jesus, we have to follow everything that he says, everything that he does. That's follow means. Follow means that. That's what follow means. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Anyways, so, but are, are you following me? Does that make sense? Like if you're going to follow somebody, follow him. That's good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't follow him and do your own thing. Mm. Come on. <laughs> then you're not following them. No, then you're not operating <laughs> in power. Yeah. You're not even preaching about the kingdom. Mm-hmm. But what are you preaching about? Mm. You know, from Jesus' words to you, he was the one who was telling everybody, repent, for the kingdom of God is a hand. Kingdom of heaven is a hand. And then we read from Matthew 24, from his own words, Jesus' words, where he said to himself, in this gospel, Matthew 24, 14, in this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. Mm. You read that and... Uh, churches today, they settle, not bashing on the church, but for the ones that that continually pound on just sharing 
the gospel, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, where they never get out of that, where it's the gospel of the kingdom. It's not just the good news as people know what good news is. There's actually, there's actually gospel of the kingdom that everybody needs to understand. And then Jesus talked about the end. The end will come. So until this gospel of kingdom is preached, only then we'll start really understanding that end is near. You touch on a key point there, Josh. You know, he says, until the good news. Gospel is the good until news. Until the, yes, yes. The gospel means good news. Until the good news oh, of the kingdom, the kingdom of mm-hmm. heaven. Okay, so so a lot of times we, we go out there and preach. I mean, this is, we're, we're coming up to, <laughs> we're coming up to Easter Sunday and we, we talk, that, that's so beautiful, like the way what Jesus did on the mm. cross yes. and, and resurrected on the third day and all mm. that. But, you know, I would like to actually tell people when I preach about the kingdom of heaven, mm. right? When I preach, I would like to preach about the kingdom of heaven and how the King Jesus is seated on a throne. Mm. He's not dead. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would like to talk about that rather than appealing yeah. to people through emotion and then they feel sorry and then they, I would like to tell them about how joyous it is yeah. that the king of kings yes. even the enemy threw him into the grave the grave yeah. couldn't hold him down yeah. he is beyond the grave he is greater yeah. than the grave he is seated in heaven on right. the right hand of the father oh. on the throne of mercy mm. and grace and I would like to preach that. I, that is preaching the kingdom rather than preaching about something else. Means to the end. Mm-hmm. Thank you for reminding us that. Because even beginning of this week, that's what I'm pondering about. You know what? Why every year we go through this and people will get emotional of what Jesus has done. And we know the story already. We know the testimony already. And for, for you, for us to hear what you just said, it's so true. Because it is a... It is a wonderful celebration of what he's done yet what took place on the cross is 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 not a it's not a good scene at all but this is a time where as as we remind ourselves of what he did on the cross it 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 should gives us that joy it should gives us that 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 feeling of um gratefulness and thankfulness and i'm not saying people are not but Oftentimes in the church, just because it's Easter, you know, they focus so much of, you know, like the past. You're reminded, you're reminded of what he's done, and it, it's so important to understand that. But let's not stay in that place where, you know, you stop recognizing, are you being emotional or are you still in operating spiritual? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I find that, you know, some people tend to just get out of that spiritual state if that makes sense but i just want to thank you for reminding us that that's why we have a show where we can enlighten and actually help guide people about um you know how the kingdom of god in you know do you know reason why jesus is alive because he's actually in his kingdom he's actually in heaven (laughs) Mm. right no one dies in heaven so he he's resurrected. He he came to them. That's probably the biggest demonstration of power evangelism. Resurrection. The cross. Because why? Right? No matter what you do to Jesus, no matter what you do to him, 
you try to hold him down. What the enemy thought, right? Mm. Like, this is it. Like we can, we can just kill him off. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Death has no grip on a sinless person. Yes. Right. Death only came about because Adam and Eve sin. Death has strength from sin. So, it's very important to understand why God sent him, and mm. like He sent him. Yeah. To actually eventually die for mm. our sins. <laughs> Okay, eventually die for our sins. That was already mm. a, a, a foregone conclusion. He needed to die, yes, for our sins, because the wages of sin is what death. Death. So in order to overcome death, God needed to send His Son, who is sinless, mm-hmm. to take our place. Mm. But we had no way out. This is not the exit game. There's no exit unless you go through to Jesus, right? Amen. So that's really important to uh, to to understand that. Um, does that make sense? Like you know, it's like we talk about power evangelism, mm. but really you need to demonstrate the kingdom. Yes, you really need to demonstrate. And and how do you do that? You actually have to get yeah really close to the Holy Ghost. You really need to get to know Him. He's a person, you know. Mm. Maybe we haven't spoken of Holy Spirit yet, but one day we'll talk about him. Mm. But um, he is a person. Mm. Right? He is one of the <laughs> members of the Trinity. Yes. Godhead. And and so we need to understand that you can actually talk to him. We need to understand that you can actually welcome him into mm. the situation. You need to understand that you can actually access him, that he can actually pray on your behalf. Yes. It's called tongues. He <laughs> actually can do a lot of things that is beyond your imagination. Come mm. on. He is God. So mm. why are we not talking to God? Why are we not inviting him Come to on, that somebody. assignment? So if you're mm. going to go out uh, to evangelize, you totally should invite the Holy Spirit <laughs> to go with you. Not that, you know, some people hear me say, well, the Holy Spirit is in me. Yes. But we also talk about anointing and how if it's his Comes assignment, you. yeah, if it's assignment, he will put the favor on you, mm. the power, right? So the opposition mm. from the enemy, when they crank up their opposition, mm. th- there is no opposition when the Holy Spirit is before you. Mm. So it's really important to understand that uh, power evangelism is very big. And also, I want to also touch on on something else too. Like an evangelist is different from evangelism. Okay? An evangelist is a gift. Like if you read in Ephesians 4.11, you find that these are gifts that was given by Jesus himself. The apostles, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastors. Teachers. And the teachers. Yeah, so... The evangelist job, the office of an evangelist is to actually equip the saints to do ministry, to edify the church. So it's really important for us to understand that, uh, you know, we can't use the term loosely. Mm, Like that guy's an evangelist, that guy's evangelist. I tell you, an evangelist says, who would be an evangelist, Pastor? Well, here's one, Billy Graham. Mm -hmm. How many Billy Graham do you think there are Mm -hmm. out there? Right. Yeah. Or Come Pastor on. Philip Mantofa from Indonesia, yes. Surabaya, mm-hmm. right? Church with 80 somewhat thousand people mm. in a predominantly Muslim uh, nation. Country, nation. Yeah. Crazy. So 
and then he has this this um, ministry. He goes out to Japan, you know, Jesus for Japan, Jesus for Korea, mm-hmm. you know, all this ministry. He's going around, and I call it a mass anointing, you know. Mm. He shows up, and the whole stadium is slain in the spirit. That's another day we'll talk about Come on. being slain in the spirit. You basically just fall and become unconscious. Mm. And uh, that's how God will just have his way with you. Mm. And we've seen that over and over in in power evangelism when we go out and have our social event yes. uh, in, in, in the Philippines, in Vancouver. Come uh, on. We've had, what, four or five now in India. Yeah. We saw miracles. Uh, signs, wonders, and miracles because we just surrender. We surrender to the will of the Father and allow the Holy Spirit to carry out His will. Yes. And we happen to be just in between. Mm. You know, God's the Alpha Omega. Amen. He's before us. He's the beginning and the end while we're just in between. <laughs> and and so we get to see what He does and what He wants to do. Amen. Mm. And be part of it too. I think yes. that's the best part. Yes. For such a time like this, Pastor, I know with the whole COVID-19 where people have bunkered down basically at their homes, we've seen a staggering amount of uh, access in terms of people hearing the Word of God, resources, in, in teachings of, uh, of the gospel. Uh, and I believe that it's, you know, it serves its, its purpose while, while the world stopped in, in, you know, in a way. Many have asked the question, is this you're doing God, right? And, and I believe that out of this bad, there was that good where people started to, to hear the good news. Mm. Right, whether it's the gospel or the the kingdom revelation, um, for such a time like this, where power evangelism is so important, and we bring up this this subject today, where uh, it's a time of reflection for somebody that's listening. You have the heart for the Lord. Mm. You want to minister based on the calling that you believe God has called you to. But the question remains, are you walking in power? Which is basically means, is the Holy Spirit upon you? Do you have relationship with the Holy Spirit himself? Who is that power? Um, just for somebody that's listening, we're, they want to grow into this. And, you know, we've, we've shared a lot from, from the very beginning of this topic. But how, you know, being here in Vancouver, we're, we're not really seeing a lot of this yet. Or maybe I could be wrong on this, but there is there's a need for this, Pastor. Mm. Right? Mm. How would you, you know, as a, as a community, how could we continue, how, how could we come together and continue to, to spread this, equip, basically, the word is equip. And somebody might be listening where, he or she has a group that he wants to impart this revelation with. But how would that look like? For now, I think the only way we can help 
is for you to contact us and, mm. and, and reach out to us and how maybe we can go through Zoom or something to help your group and mm-hmm. uh, impart to your group on how to move in power mm-hmm. evangelism. Mm. Uh, it's really important to for you to be equipped that way because, you know, true to calling, uh, you know, we, we as an apostolic uh, calling, uh, you know, call to an apostolic environment, um, you need to operate in that. You need to operate in, in the apostolic environment whereby you see when the apostles were teaching in Acts two forty two and they were breaking bread together and they were they were fellowshipping together and uh, they were praying together, all those four things pray, break bread, teach mm. by the apostles and and then you uh, fellowship together. Uh, that's very key to them seeing the next sentence, next verse you will see, then the sense of all came over them. That that is the Holy Spirit came over over them. Mm. And and then they start to see signs, wonders, and miracles. And a lot of people miss that. Mm. They thought maybe they saw the signs, wonders, and miracles, and then they were in awe. No, the awe came before the 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 miracles and the signs and the wonders came. So that in itself, when you come together as a community that believes in the kingdom of God, mm. in the kingdom of heaven, and you allow for the gifts given by Jesus that we touch on Ephesians mm-hmm. 4.11 to, to equip the saints through teaching, to prayer, to fellowshipping and through breaking of bread and eating together. Those four items, when you come together as the true church, um, the church as in like, you know, when Jesus talked about the word, like he used the word um, uh, ecclesia. Mm-hmm. And few people understand that uh, it's actually a word uh, borrowed from the, the Roman Senate, mm. you know, meaning, wow. uh, yeah, meaning cabinet. Wow. So the ecclesia is actually cabinet. So, and a cabinet member in, 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 in a parliamentary situation, like, you know, you are elected by mm-hmm. the prime minister. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not voted in. Mm-hmm. So that means these are close people. Right in 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 Jesus's case, it's the king electing. Mm-hmm. So it's upon this rock. Right, you told Peter Petros. You know Peter mm-hmm. Petros upon this rock, upon this Petra. Mm. The Petros and Petra are different. Upon this Petra, upon this revelation. Now that you have this revelation that I am the true Messiah mm-hmm. and the, and the Son of the Living God, upon this mm-hmm. uh, revelation. I will build my church. Yes. And hell shall not prevail against. That means, you know, it, it hell has nothing on it. Come on. It has nothing on it. So it's really, you know, we need to fully understand that the word ecclesia is actually the cabinet. Mm-hmm. And the cabinet meaning that, you know, the prime minister will only share uh, very high top secrets with their mm-hmm. cabinet members. Yeah. He wouldn't be sharing with all the other members. It's only with his cabinet. Because why? He's to execute the will of the government in, in, in a governmental situation mm-hmm. is to execute the will of the government through his cabinet, cabinet, cabinet ministers. Mm-hmm. Who are they? Uh, finance ministers. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the defense minister. Right. You got a health minister, mm-hmm. right? You got all this minister. Minister means to serve. Mm-hmm. So you got all this different department and it's the will of the government. So it's the same with the will of God 
given through his ministers. And these these people are the ones that are to equip the saints. Mm. You can't just ask your your minister, even in, in the regular government, you don't just get your minister to go buy, <laughs> you know, church's chicken for you. No, you, you just cannot subcontract everything to Not him. sponsored. You, you need to ask yourself, what am I going to do about it? Mm-hmm. You have a voice. That's so good. Right? So we need to ask ourselves, even as Christians, you're sitting at home, uh, being the being the cabinet of Jesus. Um, he has shared his secrets with you. Mm. Right? Like the parables of uh, the sowing of the seeds. Mm. Remember that? He yes. says, well, you understand because the secret has been shared with you. Mm. You know, so so it's really important to understand that um, God has shared his, his magnificent mm. kingdom of heaven with us. Come on. And all the secrets of heaven, you know, there is a king. Mm. That's a top secret. <laughs> Before then, nobody knew. Yeah. Right? There is a kingdom. Wow, there's a real king. Yes. And there are angels. That's it. Those are his mm. soldiers. And then you got, uh, you got, uh, um, you know, you got a territory, right? That you are to take dominion. Yeah. With. And and the best part is he gave he's given you the constitution to the kingdom called the Bible. Mm. The Bible. Like, I mean, a lot of us, I mean, we are Canadians, but a lot of us, we go like, okay, do you even know the constitution of your country? Uh, no, I have not read it. So, okay, so you haven't read it. So you really don't know what your rights and your privileges. It's so important. Right? So don't complain if you don't know your rights. Like sometimes you complain. Mm. And all you got to do is just go to some department and get a form and file. That's it. And you get the benefits. Mm. But you always complain, oh, the government doesn't help me. Well, wait, do you even know that you can actually go to the internet and file for CERB right now? Mm. Yeah. That's your right if you're not working. Mm. Right? Come on. I'm just saying, it's the same in the kingdom of heaven. You got to know what your rights and privileges are. And to mm. know that, you really need to read your constitution, which is your Bible. Yeah. Right? And then you need to ask for help from your teacher, the Holy Spirit. Come on. So good. Mm. That was loaded again. Like all our topics. But just to kind of recap on what we've talked about with power evangelism, you can't really just go out there without understanding what the kingdom really is, especially when we're called to walk in power and authority. And just like Pastor Tom had said, if you're if you're wanting to learn more, dive more, and just don't know where to start, you know, we're here for you guys. If you'd like to connect with us, you can head on over to naturallysupernatural.life. And there is a contact us button there where you can leave us a message and shoot us one and we would respond to you right away. And if, you know, you guys do want to meet, of course, with our current situation, we can't meet face to face, but we can use, you know, the internet to try and meet with you guys. We would totally love to do that. But until next time, everybody, bye.